The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S.com. Corey, how do you like your nipples? Toasty. You like your nipples draped in luxury? All the time. All the time? Well, if you love luxurious feeling nipples, I suggest you go and support some of the people who sponsor our show. Huh? 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 I don't see how I could not. <laughs> go ahead and take you and your nipples, and you're going to go over to our first one, which is uh, he does all our art. He's a really good friend of ours, uh, Brad Gunnarsson, Statusphere Merch, statusphere.merch.com. Use the coupon code TERROR. Get, you, get yourself 15% off of your order there. And furthermore, you can take take the same set of nipples, head over to thehate.com, T-H-E-H-V-I-I-I.com, three eyes. Use HBG15, get you 15% off there, treat yourself and your nipples. I only wish I had more than three nipples to use. Episode 78 of the Podcast of Terror production of the Galactic Network. This is the podcast for all things scary. I am your host, Matt Stein. Uh, Curry, Curry is, he's still gone. He's fine. He's hes doing big dick Curry stuff in, in Michigan. And we missed him. <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, we're filling in. He's doing big dick Curry stuff. Yeah, yeah. Corey. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Corey's hunting Sasquatch with his dick. I, I don't know. I'm very tired. Uh, filling in this week is returning guest, our friend, uh, my hetero life mate, the little man love of my life, <laughs> creator of the show over, and the general all-around badass guy, Gary Yap. Gary, how are you? I'm doing well, and when your buddy Matt calls you and tells you he needs you to co-host, the answer is always absolutely. So what happens you if I call you and I'm drunk at a bar and I need a ride? <clears throat> well, we live nowhere near each other. I know. That's why I had to ask. Uh, then I would make sure you got an Uber Aww. somehow. You can call from far away, right? I can, I, I can say, like, hey, he's, he's in this city. I'm I think so. And we do have Uber here. Most people yeah, think well, that I live in the middle of a cornfield or a cow pasture or something. No, you live in the middle of a blizzard. Not anymore. It snows. Snows everywhere. almost gone. Is it really? Well, <laughs> snows almost gone again. I um, I I'm certain I told you this, but for the podcast, I guess I'll tell you again. But last Thursday, I came home from Texas. So. <laughs> Chronicle of my traveling recently. I left Wisconsin on a Thursday morning. And it was 30 degrees. No, excuse me, Friday morning. I got to uh, Texas. Saturday was 90. Okay. So it was, it was a bit much. I'm yes. kind of fat. I was wearing black. Not used to the heat. Uh, 60s, 70s the rest of the week. That's fine. I come home Thursday. Uh, it was 60 degrees. No snow. Friday morning, I wake up. Five inches of snow. Oh, wow, really? Yep. Okay. So um, I just got back from Ohio. It was 55 degrees today, and almost the snow is almost all gone again. So it is, it's actually currently raining. Right now where you're at? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin is technically a woman going through menopause. Okay. It's, it's pretty rough to keep up the weather here. California's wacky out here right now, but, I mean, I can't even remotely compare to you, so I'm not even going to attempt to I, I was So I was actually supposed to be in San Francisco right now. But uh, the conference I'm going to got moved to June. 
And I was looking at the weather, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's like, not bad out there right now. And then when they moved it to June, I'm like, oh, it's going to be so fucking hot. And I looked, and it's just, like, 70, 24 hours a day in San Francisco so in, in June. So you're saying you're going to be in San Francisco in June? June 12th to the 14th. Okay. It's, yeah, like, set in stone. Uh, that's okay. the dates for the conference I already have registered. Okay. So, you know, if you want to party. <clears throat> San Francisco. I also was, well, I'll be in Vegas well, again busy. too in August. Well, August, well, that's fine. We'll look we'll up in August. But uh, the, 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 you, you, you're busy. How many, how, how often during the day on when you do the conferences? Like, is it, is it all day thing? You're busy all, or, or like once night hits, you're like, my nights are free. Um, it, the, it, it depends on the conference. I mean, the, the last time that you came out to Vegas, that conference was like, when, when it's done, it's done. The right. first time I went to Vegas, there was a very large company that the company I work for spends a lot of money with. So when the conference was over, they just took us out drinking. Okay. So it depends on the presence of that company. Now, the one that I'm going to in San Francisco, I think they have like activities planned the majority of the day. Oh, shit. Do you, do you, do you, do you have to partake in activities too? Or if you want to partake in activities, we happen to have these things going on. Um, I hate to be pressured. To no, 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 no. Uh, it's. I'm. I'm actually gonna pull up. I think they have a schedule. Oh, events. Team building exercises. It's not like team building. It's um. <laughs> they they help. They'll have like networking parties. Which I think is okay. stupid because it's I I, as weird as it sounds, I don't really like talking to people that I don't know. Right. Um. Said the guy who runs the podcast. I know. That's why I'm like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but, but I know you, and it's fine. And and this is just you and I having a conversation, and there just happens to be. Like fourteen people around the world that listen to this. Would you ever do an all call in show? Do you have the capabilities of doing a call in um, show? What do you mean? Like I don't know. I, having you guys a, the a podcast, guest that calls in? You, you guys are the Galactic Netcast. You guys are the, the podcast experts. Do you guys? Do they ever do call in stuff, or is it always just this is our subject matter? This is this. If you want to ask us questions. We're on Google Hangouts right now. You can ask something oh, in the... That's a really plugin. good idea. That's a great idea. Um, we could... I'm not sure you realize that I've actually created the call informer. No, I'm just kidding. Really? You never thought about just doing that? Having like an or, open or, or, forum? I don't, I don't know. Like Again, Dave's the mastermind to ask this. Is there even a way to do that? With, with oh, yeah. Yeah, there's totally a way to do it. There's um, oh, there really is. Yeah, and D- Dave lets me kind of do whatever I want as long as I don't <laughs> spout any racial slurs, which I don't have a right. problem doing because that's not who I am. Right. Um, call- now Colin would be a little different, but you could in theory put the Hangout link out there. Um, okay, so kind of like what we're doing, somebody would basically. And, and, and to be honest, like I could. How 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 would we find out? Because I obviously I don't have our link. We're on YouTube right now. But I don't have our link up on my computer because I don't want to hear our fucking feedback. But yeah. The, you know the, the the echo and all that kind of stuff. But oh shit. How would in theory somebody? Well, okay. Like, so funny story. I have um, I have the YouTube link. The the thing up. I just yes. mute it. I mute it. Okay. So okay. there's a chat. There's a chat, and and our friend Ashley is actually in the chat right now. So there's a live YouTube chat that's happening. Gotcha. So she, actually, she, no, is actually the one who gave you the question a million years ago for me that I never answered? Uh, I don't about know. Megan, about Megan is missing? It's possible. Ashley is like long time, long time listener, long time okay. fan. 
Um, would, I, would actually hear me ask that right yeah. now? Yeah, I'm waiting for her to basically respond. It's just... It, it's the, delayed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's delayed, delayed, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay. but, but, yeah, there is the live chat, but... I want to see that, okay. Um, like, we had a... Melissa Ann from HorrorGeekLife.com was on, and Randy Greenback, who's the executive producer for the Friday the 13th game, were on. Okay. And, like, the chat room fucking blew up that night. Okay. Uh, Perfect. Which was awesome, but unfortunately, like, we don't, on average, have that amount of traction Would that dictate it? Obviously, would that dictate it much better? The the guest dictates it a lot. Um, Okay. Now, we've had Matt Vincent on multiple times. He does like live Q and A's, and he gets a shit ton of questions. But when he was on here, like it didn't really carry over. Now, granted, he's a Highland Games World athlete, talking about horror, so that the genres yes. don't they don't cross that well. Now oh, there's yeah, I see it. I see it right now. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, there's there's a handful of people that I have became listeners because of Matt being on. So you know, we share that. But on average, like. It doesn't carry well. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, if this is the... Okay, uh, yeah, if this is the same, Ashley, just say something, and I will I will answer that Megan is missing question. If, uh, that I I, I'm guessing... I, I, and I remember, I remember the exact question and everything, because I, I live with a tremendous amount of just guilt always and if i neglect somebody's question it really bugs the shit out of me obviously not enough to me for me to actually even answer the question you know but uh oh, if, if the opportunity comes up i definitely I, I just told her to come clean it, it ashley's like always in the chat if she's available so i'm guessing it's her but i'm not sure <laughs> ashley's a pretty okay. common name okay yeah you're right by the way yeah wait to yeah. hear what the fuck she has to say while i'm waiting for her, i guess i'll get through the rest of the intro real quick Please do it. No. For more in this podcast, including show notes, content information, subscription links, you can go to gncast.com slash pot. You can chat with us on our Slack channel during our shows at gncast.com slash sign up. While you're there, subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, we're spoiler heavy. We're going to spoil Starry Eyes tonight. Uh, today, it's actually the middle of the afternoon for me. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. There's going to be a link in the show notes um, using our Amazon pass-through link so we can get a little bit of that sweet, sweet Amazon money. Uh, and I swear... Corey usually points it out, but Corey's not here. So, Gary, if you'd like to tell people about how bad of a potty mouth I have, you can do so now. No, I'm good, actually. <laughs> I, I'm good. I, if, if they started listening, they probably heard me drop the F-bomb a couple times That's already. True. So you got you to be used to it. I'm not, we don't necessarily go out of our way to, to curse. No, no. Just I just a certain way. That's I, like, I like pepper. I pepper some F-bombs in there. It's just yes. the way it is. Um, yes. Ashley doesn't remember if that was her. Okay. All right. So, so you, you, you sent me a text a long time ago with the Megan is Missing podcast where somebody had asked uh, my thoughts on sharing something like that with my kids, having to watch something like that with my kids, and, and if I had any regrets or thoughts or you know that kind of thing. Of course, and the, the very simple answer is absolutely not. My kids were awesome, and we watched stuff with them. And yes, it's uncomfortable, but it's kind of supposed to be. So that's the short version of that. Yeah. Which is why I love when you come on because, and like we were talking before we started streaming and recording and all that business, yeah, yes. if it wasn't for you, like the, uh, these are three movies I never would have seen, two of which I'm happy I've seen, one of which I'm uncomfortable for having seen, but still happy I saw it. Which one was that one? Megan is Missing. Maybe uncomfortable, but I still that, really that, liked that, it. Megan is Missing is a fucking hard movie to watch. And for the record, I actually do 
yes, you're going to have spoilers. That is absolutely true. I, I try my best when summarizing these things to describe the movie up until a point, and then I usually go, and then the rest unfolds so people can... Uh, uh, hopefully, my description has hooked them to the point where they're like, now I want to see what fucking happens. But... Um, because I, I realized when I was watching, I watched Starry Eyes again. I've seen the movie lots of times. I watched it again to kind of refresh everything in my mind. And it, it gets to a certain point, which we'll talk about. And I'm like, and and then the movie goes from there. And I just want people to then check it out. So, but uh, well, I, I, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, I was going to say, when it gets I to that do, point, I'll let, you, I'll let you do the rundown then so I don't get too far ahead of uh, where you want to stop. But, uh, yeah, let's do some news real quick. Not a ton, but some good stories here. Uh, Donnie Darko is returning to cinemas, theaters, if you're an American. Uh, it's coming back in 4K for the 15th anniversary. Um, it looks like it's getting a limited release in, like, big cities. Nowhere near me. Los Angeles, Denver, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Phoenix, San Francisco. Starting March 31st. I, I lo- love that movie. I like that movie, too. It took me I a long time to see movie. it, but I'm really glad I How did. How many times do you watch them? Yeah, I don't know, Baker's Dozen or so. Okay. And I'm not even saying that If you If you go, anybody out there interested in Donnie Darko, if you just go out there, type it into Google, type in uh, Donnie Darko theories, the movie, when you read about it, you never get a chance to see the director's cut. The director's cut is, is, is incredible. It offers even more to the story. But I love that movie. That is a movie that is all show, no tell. It doesn't make it easy for you. It, it 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 has it has a lot of places it's going, and it insists that it will not hold your hand through this thing. It'll it, you'll be confused, you'll be uh, uh, taken on a ride definitely. But I love that movie, Donnie Darko. Yeah, it's 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 a great movie. It's one of the first truly mind bending movies that it was kind of <clears throat> massively popular. I guess you could say. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a full list of uh, theaters that it's coming to out there somewhere. Uh, it's going to like Illinois or something, but no one likes Illinois, so why would you go there? Unless you're from <laughs> Illinois, then I'm sorry for you. Um, <laughs> next up, there's uh, new. Okay, so New Line is developing a Wizard of Oz horror movie. I did you, did you ever see a film called Return to Oz? No, Was but I've heard of its existence because it's the sequel to The Wizard of Oz, right? It, it's technically the sequel to The Wizard of Oz in terms of the books. And the books themselves are... The, the, like, The Wizard of Oz that we know and love with... with uh, well, that people know and love um, was definitely a wonderful, family-friendly version of books that are originally really fucking dark to begin with. That doesn't surprise me. It's a fucked up story. Like we watched, yeah. it, it was it was just on. I shouldn't say it, was, it wasn't just two like m- you know thirty year old dudes broing down to the Oz, or the great and powerful Oz. Um, but like the shit that happened in in the 30, 40 minutes it was on was pretty fucking dark. Right. So I never understood, like, why it was supposed to be so cheery and happy. Right. So I, a horror movie makes sense. Yes, it does. But it'll be interesting. Yeah. Does New Line have weight anymore? Do they? God, do they do things now? <laughs> Apparently, I haven't seen the New Line logo in a really long time. Yeah, it's. Let's see. Let's, let's Google this. 
not to shit on New Line because I don't mean to. I, I, I haven't seen. No, no, and that, that's a valid movie, point. But, but they, <clears throat> they may have been. Maybe they're just they're sitting on some stuff. They're here we go. Okay. Theatrical home. Come on. Oh, they did they, all the Conjuring movies are them. The Hobbit movies, horrible bosses. Okay, okay, cool. Then yeah. Yeah, but in, in a lot of these are co-productions. So the Conjuring was all them. Uh, the Hobbit were co-productions with Warner Brothers, Metro Goldwyn, and Wingnut Films. Horrible bosses was a co-production of Warner Brothers. So. A lot of times you probably just miss it. When, okay. I mean, when you when you have like multiple things flying around at the beginning of films, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. Right. To be honest. Right. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. All six of their highest grossing movies are Lord of the Rings movies. All right. Which doesn't surprise me. But there you go. There you go. The more you learn. <laughs> New line is doing something. Um, I don't see anything about a release date, so okay. eventually, eventually that'll happen. Okay. I'm sure when more comes out, we'll talk about it. But uh, let's, let's talk about video games. <laughs> I love video games. I don't think you really like video games a ton. I don't. I don't. I can't. I have an addictive personality. If I started playing video games, I would. I I would never get any work done. Fair enough. Ever. Uh, ever. I know a few people like that, and I can respect that. You understand that, and. Um, I don't dislike them. I, I like watching people play, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, 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 I can't, I can't venture down that <laughs> rabbit hole, man. Come on. Well, it's it's good for you then that you just don't. But um, uh, any, out, out, anyway, fuck. Anyways, Outlast Two finally got a release date. They set for April twenty fifth. Um, it'll be out on PC, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and then they're gonna have a trilogy physical release. That uh, gets you Outlast 1, the Whistleblower DLC, and Outlast 2. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if pre-orders are available yet, but I'm pumped for this one. I don't know if you know anything about the Outlast games. I know Jack and shit. <laughs> so the first one is, um, so it's all like, for, it's all first, uh, first person view. You basically get a camera as your light source so if it's pitch black you lift up your camera you turn on night vision that's how you see in the dark okay so you have to like watch your battery usage and find batteries and stuff like that and and the first one takes place in uh like a, an oldest uh, insane asylum i never finished it this is before i became a man and and like started completing horror games and just sacking up and fucking dealing with it okay. um <laughs> but i've heard that the first and the storyline is really cool and, and it's just like you get into this insane asylum and you find out that like shit is fucked and you run into monsters, you know, okay. typical. So yeah. this one, same gameplay style, but it t- it takes place in like, I don't know if it says exactly where, but it's like, um, oh, Arizona, a backwater okay. cult town in Arizona. So like, um, the, I played the demo and you're getting chased through like a cornfield and you like hap upon like some cult shit and there's, sacrifices going on and the um the uh the teasers that they put out for this game were in like so fucking cool i actually okay. <laughs> actually used it for the 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 first round the lifeguard show the it was just the audio and it was like a preacher talking 
And okay. they originally released it backwards, and then so you could just spin it around with technology. Yeah. But he was just, it was, it just sounded like like an overzealous preacher saying like, "Oh, every, everything's great, and we're coming upon hard times, and we really have to like band together." And at the end, he just goes, "Jesus lo- or God loves you," and it just stops. And it's so fucking cool. And yeah, I was bones thinking about it. My nipples are probably hard too. <laughs> Cults fascinate me. I love the occult like just the concept of cults and the occult is just so fascinating to me oh wow so like so star is gonna be right up your alley yes and that's that's why i'm so excited because it's like i just i don't know like jonestown massacre um like you want to talk about chilling i was on reddit the other day browsing because i love reddit (laughs) and one of the one of the um uh entries was it was about scary sounds. What's the scariest sound? Bone chilling sounds that you've heard. Blah blah blah. And somebody said, you know, there's a there's a video online on YouTube, and there is about 45 minutes long uh, uh, of the Jim Jones massacre mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as it's as it's happening basically, and and it ends with silence. But uh, and so so you're listening to this progression of him preaching and people murmuring and babies crying and it, and it gets quieter and quieter it's very very chilling very very bone chilling um that 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 kind of stuff is very very scary yes and, and then on a completely unrelated note that reminds me that that's on youtube matt i know that's on youtube yeah, yeah. but you know one of your podcasts isn't <laughs> Yeah, well, I bet the Jonestown uh, Massacre audio wasn't licensed by E1. <laughs> <sighs> um, there's a there's a podcast that my wife and I listen to called Sword and Scale. It's all about true crime. And the first one she had me listen to was all about the Jonestown Massacre. Okay. And the, he played like 20 minutes of the audio of that tape yeah. on that podcast. Yeah. And it's just fucking pure insanity. Yeah. Um, just the fact that... <clears throat> Now listening to it, you're listening to a guy who just sounds batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. He just does not sound like he's right in the head. Right. Now, knowing that what he's saying and people are just dying around him, and then they talk about how um, there's points person, in which if you're listening, you one, can hear one person questions it. One person, like, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. basically is like, yeah. "Shut your fucking mouth!" and you drink Kool Aid. <laughs> You know, and it's yes, and it, yes. it sounds like people tried to get out, and they're like, "No, we're not yeah. doing this," and they were just forced to drink it, and, and oh, and it's just insane. That's on YouTube. That is on YouTube. But one of your one of your podcasts is yep. not. Yep, yep. That's an inside joke, by the way. I, Although not really much of not really. Uh, yeah. Just well, some, of the, podcasts some of the things that I complain about in my old age. Um. <sighs> yeah. So. Go ahead and listen to the Jonestown Massacre. And, and it's like recorded on like a shitty yeah. ta- cassette tape. So it, it, yeah. that adds to the creepiness because it, like, it adds to the ambiance. Yeah, it squeaks out and stuff. And um, there's a bunch of his, his like sermons, if you want to call him that. But ah, man, he was, a, he was a pretty fascinating guy, too. I, I remember being um, when Heaven's Gate happened when I was a, right. when I was a, when I was a young pup, a pre, pre-pube. Um, I just remember thinking that it was just, just the most fucking insane thing that you, some guy convinced a house full of people that a comet was going to pick them up. So they all got to wear shoes and put cloths over their head and drink juice. And yet, and yet, seriously, 
How is that really? We're gonna we're gonna go. You know those crazy people who drank that and and put their shoes on and and, and took off in the spaceship. They're nutty. Uh-huh. Those are nutty. Uh-huh. But you know this group of people who seem to live their life predicated on the fact that there's actually a flying city in the sky up there uh, ruled over by a white guy in a gray beard that literally is has been apparently taking notes on every single person. Are you talking about Santa Claus right now? Like, like why? why it, it's weird to me when the Heaven's Gate thing happened that that gets shit on, but... Hey man, Christianity's been doing that for years. Well, and that's that's the thing. Like out in mines for years and asking people <laughs> to die for them in years and asking people to kill for them in years. It's all silly. Uh, I can't remember exactly. I guess I could find the quote, but the quote is like the difference between religion and a cult is like a cult is a bunch of people who are crazy and believe in one higher power and a religion that guy's dead. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, like, and that's. <clears throat> These will be the famous words that come back and haunt me like ten years from now when I basically spoke out about how insane I think Christianity is. But well, I never. I, I, it, it, they're all it, like it's like they're all cults to me. They're all cults. One is just widely accepted and generally believed to be true. Insert eye roll here, and the others are smaller indie versions of a cult, and and they're nutty. They're crazy. They're just wacky. Those Scientologists, those Hailbots, like like all these, but but it doesn't seem like in theory, and it did the same. It's the same freaking thing. It's the exact same freaking thing that, that that everybody goes to this big building on Sunday because apparently they were all bad, and then all I got to do is eat this and say this. Nah, it's all forgiven. It's all good again. It's all the same silly fairy tales, in my opinion. <clears throat> Only Gary's opinion. Um, the reviews which, reflected on this view are Gary's opinions and not Matt's. Don't, <laughs> don't go shitting on Matt for having this point of view. Um, which is is fine. Like I, I'm, I am a Christian. Which, whatever. That's what I subscribe to. But I agree that a cult and a religion are essentially the same thing. All I say is that you got to believe in something. You, it's it's human nature to believe in something bigger than you. You know, some people don't, and that's fine, and I get it, and and I shouldn't say I get it because I don't get it because that's not that's not how I'm programmed to understand. But I'm open to un, to like, you, does that does this make any sense? What about what about just not knowing? What about surrendering to the fact that guess what? I don't know, and neither do you, and neither does that minister, and neither does that person. Mm-hmm. Nobody really. I'm sorry. And, and that's that's knows. um. 100% true. It, it, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that I get a warm, fuzzy feeling believing in the Christian belief. And that's that's it. I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. But I'm putting my chips into this basket. And just I'm just going to be a decent human being for the rest of my life and see where it takes me. By the way, oh, see, that's where you get into dangerous territory because you, you know that the two are not necessarily mutually exclusive. Just because you are a Christian does not necessarily mean... That you're then going to be a decent person. Oh no, I mean, not you, at all. I've, you can be a decent person and not be a Christian mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or anything. Right? Uh, because atheist in the world, an awesome human being who actually does good things yep. because you just should. Yep. Yep. Be yeah. Nice. My my best friend is uh, an atheist. That's fine. <clears throat> he knows where I stand. I know where he stands. But he's right. just as decent of a human being as I am. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't knock them for it. It's just we just believe we we're, we're brought up and believe in different things. That's just the way it is. Right. You know, right. and it's and it's okay by the way to believe yeah, in different things. It That's is one hundred percent okay. I'm you know I've met some of the most judgmental and shitty human beings in a church. Yes. You know, I walk into a church and people stare at me. Right. You know, you you know, fuzzy a fuzzy tattooed guy can't go into a church. <laughs> it's just it's just not okay. Um, <laughs> especially when you have giant holes in your ear. That's and I I mean I came from a small town full of dipshits, but it's just yeah. Right. Right. I I, right. I mean I that's that's the way it is. We should start. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll think I'm a pretty decent accepting person but I, I i have no formal belief in anything really because i because i don't know i just feel like that's the most genuine answer i can give which is fine i mean like, um I, I mean my wife is she's 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 a scientist so she's very she wants proof of everything so she's like yes. I, you know we don't talk about it a ton because there's nothing really to talk about but she's not right. sure and right. I, i'm not like i don't pull on a fucking bible and read to her while she's on the <laughs> toilet and be like this is why you should this is why you should believe Right. Um, I just, I, you know, I get that it's hard. It's hard for some people to believe in something that doesn't exist. Like I know this is a pen. Right. That's it. Oh shit! It's a pencil. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. There's a lot a, of subtext in that statement right there. I'm just saying, right? if we can just isolate that track right there, <laughs> really, really. Great. Uh, it blew up in my face. Uh, okay, so it's a pencil. I know that when I take the pencil and put it to paper, it will make a line. Mm-hmm. That's that's a definite in this world, right? Any sort of deity is not a definite because I can't touch it, I can't talk to it, I can't, you know. And I get it, I get it. People need definites in their life. I just, I'm totally People cool having some gray don't area. Don't need definites. I'm telling you, all of you out there, if I can influence any one of you, don't you don't need a definite. It's okay for life to be a great big question mark. It's okay to consistently. Be just a work in progress, figuring stuff out, always asking questions, always looking for knowledge, always looking for the truth. You, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great existence. Yes. And that's that's why I love art and music so much because it's, it is it is one giant gray area. Yeah. You know, you, you, can't, <clears throat> you can't listen to a song and tell me what is right or wrong about it. The only person that can tell you what's right or wrong about it is the person that wrote it. And yes. even even that's open inter, in open to interpretation and, because and, it affects lot, everyone differently. A lot of, and a lot of artists, by the way, uh, uh, when they're creating, um, they don't necessarily know what they're doing. They, they know instinct. They know they know sometimes they know visceral. They know like this is this is how. But but how you interpret it is something a lot of times they're just as interested in mm-hmm. as they themselves creating it. You know, you can create something and your 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 logic in creating it. Uh, uh, starts one way, but by the time you're done with this thing, it's become completely something else. That's part of the great thing about making art, interpreting art, talking about art, of all forms. But art can be everything from movies to paintings to uh, music, all that stuff. Speaking of art, I have a very large banner next to me based on your art. Well, technically, it's you you directed. Yeah, I didn't make that up. You you were the one said flag, symbol. You you executed it. Take, take Take the fucking compliment. Right, Take the fucking right. compliment. It does look good. It does look good. You showed me the picture. It does look really good. I'm pretty pumped. Except yeah. the first show that we're going to play, the venue is like, no, you, no, no, it's too difficult to hang it. You can't hang it here. 
<laughs> you can't hang it yourselves? No, it's they're yourselves? like, it's just, yeah, they're like, it's just going to get in the way. So I'm going to take it with and figure something out. Okay. Fuck them. Fuck them. <clears throat> um, let's take pictures and record things. You never, you never record or take pictures. You, gotta, you, you, you take pictures, record, document that shit. I think um, I'm going to try and Facebook Live that show. I just got to yeah. find someone to like hold my phone while we play. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to fly out to Wisconsin and... If you want to fly me out, I'll be more than happy to hold your phone. All right. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> One. It's two weeks from Saturday. Two weeks from Saturday? Right. It's from what airport would you be coming from? That's uh, uh, Ontario or LAX or whatever's cheapest for you. There you go. <laughs> it is my goal. It is my goal. I told you. It is my bucket list goal to wrestle, in, to, to work in your in your state in front of you with you in the crowd. I mean... So, so have you but, gotten but, any traction but, with that? But it, I can't really talk about that. But um, uh, 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 the 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 actual filming, recording, fuck it, we'll shoot stuff. We'll we'll use one camera to capture the whole show uncut. You got you got to do from beginning to end one uncut shot of the show. And then you also have to somebody else live tweet it and see how long. I haven't figured out. I haven't tested the limits of the live tweet yet. Well, you can periscope, and then periscope will. Uh, well, technically, Twitter. Twitter bought Periscope, so now it's not even, oh. even though they have the logo Periscope, if you have a Twitter account, you can go live. You don't, mm-hmm. Technically, you don't need a Periscope. It's even though the app is that, that does it is Periscope, you can actually go live on Twitter. I have, like I said, I have not tested out the limits as to, you know, hour, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, then also have a Facebook Live one. So you got Facebook Live going, you got Twitter Live going, and you're recording the whole thing from beginning to end, and then you put that whole concert from beginning to end on YouTube as well. Just get some traction and get get your get the band out there. Yeah. I'm gonna figure something out. I can fly <laughs> into Chicago for two hundred and fifty bucks. There you go. No, if I want yeah, I'll but then I gotta drive you. to Chicago. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. It's three fifty if you go to Milwaukee. So Yeah. We'll figure of course something out. This is see. I, w- I want to make a note right now. This is why Corey should be here. We get sidetracked mm-hmm. on show, mm-hmm. and 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 we cool. need Corey to basically. Corey like, is hey. the sh- Corey's the shrimp boat captain. Yeah, rain it through. in, guys. Yeah. Next story, Matt. I'm still trying to find this this cult quote. So you might get a random text in the middle of the night when it comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, where are we? What are we doing? Oh, okay, okay, okay. This will be quick because are you a Twin Peaks fan? Yeah. Uh, yes. Very much. So. Okay. Okay. I I still haven't finished the original series, so I. Okay. Are you interested out. in it? I watched a couple episodes that I kind of lost interest in it. It's hard yeah, to follow. Yeah, I don't blame but it. It's 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 I a it's really, a acquired taste. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. really really want to like it because I want to watch the the new stuff that's coming out. But okay. there was a uh, a missing poster that showed up in Australia. Uh, it is just a it's a Laura Palmer missing poster okay. with a phone number, and if you called the phone number. And this isn't copyrighted material, so I'm going to play it. <laughs> it is happening again. Okay. I uh, are, are you familiar with like number channels and stuff? No. Oh, 
Well, shit. We're going to do this real quick. But, yeah, that's – so you basically called the phone number on the missing poster, and that's what you heard, and it's just a kind okay. of a teaser to get everyone's Jimmy's rustled. Uh, Sunday, May 21st, 9 p.m. Eastern um, on Showtime is when the series it's comes back. Oh, it's my daughter's birthday. Okay. All right. Oh, happy birthday, Gary Daughter. I don't know your daughter's name, so I'm a dick. Samantha. Oh, you only have one? Pardon? You have, you have multiple daughters, right? Yes. Oh, yes. That's what I thought. All right, right. All right. So let's do this here. Man. Oh, nope. That's a dude talking. Don't want to do that. Man. Cut. I missed the... Damn it. Same fucking video. YouTube. You're... What are you playing? I'm a number station. Let's see here. Jump around here. You've never heard those things? No, what is oh, that? They're fucking terrifying. So that that exact one was actually used in a Norma Jean song. I don't know if okay. you like the band Norma Jean, but no one knows what they are. Like, no one knows for certain what they are. Dave and I did a Weird World Weekly on it. Um, they're suspected that they are, A, absolutely nothing. B, right. like, spies, international spies will just get radio stations to tune into. But all it is is it's like that message is over and over and over and over, and it's I think they think it's like a message to someone. Do you? What, how did you find that? Was it, what is that a channel? Uh, it, honestly, it's the five creepiest number station sounds ever gotcha. recorded on YouTube. But <coughs> doing Weird World Weekly is how I figured out what number stations were, and I kind of just okay. looked looked into it myself a little bit. I, I do not know anything about that. Yeah, apparently, um, people like. I, I don't I never listen to the radio I just don't listen to the radio right, so I don't have an right. opportunity but people who would you know just randomly tune their radio and would hit one of these and that's all you hear like it, it it's 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 creepy like they're they're unsettling to begin with let alone um you're just randomly tuning your radio station and you catch one of okay. these okay so the, yeah there I'm sure there's an explanation uh, but there's no certainty as to what they really mean. Okay. Instructions for international assassinations, for all I know. <coughs> okay. Love creepy shit. So yeah, that'll do it for the news. You all right. Let's talk about Starry Eyes. I want you to recap it so I don't go too far. Okay. Okay. Starry Eyes is, is the uh, is the story of an actress, and you know what? I totally. Uh, Fucked up because I made a, I, I made little notes okay. to myself. Now is, is it is it I safe totally for me to say that like? I forgot to get the main actress's name because I really oh, want to. No, it's like, in the doc. Like, Alex. S- oh, is it? S-O. Alexandra okay. S O, I believe. Yeah. Oh, you're you're not in here anymore. If you scroll down to the end, I have the the cast list as the Wikipedia shows it. Alex. Yeah, Alex. Alex S O S O Alex S O. Um. Jesus. <laughs> she was great. Uh, you'll be hearing me say that a lot. Anyway, she plays an actress, and it's great because in the first two minutes, they really, they really, uh, this movie was so good at the art of show don't tell. I've been got, I've gotten into several conversations recently with people about exposition and how I've developed this real distaste for 
uh, exposition, especially when it's it's shoehorned into that first two or three minutes where they're just trying to explain everything without necessarily letting things unfold and letting the viewer just kind of witness everything. And it's neat because you have this solid black screen with this I don't want to say it's a crying. It's not a crying, but it's a it's it's a whining. It's 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 a it's a fearful voice. And when when it comes up from black, it's it's her. She's an actress. She's looking in a mirror at herself. And her it's it's her body image issues. It's how it's it's she's literally panicked with how she looks. And. That's a tone. That that's a theme in the movie. That's going to be basically uh, 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 what it's about. And she goes to work, and she works at this Hooters type restaurant. It's not Hooters. Big taters. It's it's a it's a Hooters type restaurant that obviously is contingent upon wearing tight pants, uh, tight top. And as she you know walks away, there, there's a scene where the the cook and her manager kind of stare at her, and and. They are enamored of her. I forget the comment they make, but they kind of make a comment about how sexy she is now, which is which is not how she saw herself in the first you know thirty seconds of the movie. So right there, you know that the the kind of character you're dealing with, the kind of motivation you're dealing with, it's an actress who basically has a lot of issues and has a lot of fears and has a lot of insecurities. That to us, to to the quote unquote normal person, uh, she she's beautiful, beautiful lady, beautiful young lady. Um, so that's what you know what you're dealing with. And again, I love that. I, I, I was very specific about looking at the time on this thing. It was about two, about two minutes in. And she she goes on an audition. And she, the movie takes its time, again, showing, not telling, her life, her friends, the, the, the people she hang, she hang out, the, the friends she hangs out with are other actors, actresses, wannabe filmmakers. And they do a really good job of making sure that uh, there's a difference between her friends who are kind of like, hey, be in my movie. Hey, let's shoot a movie. Hey, let's do this. And the real end result, which is the wannabes, the people who just talk about doing stuff, and the people who are serious about doing stuff. And the people who are serious become the uh, antagonists, I guess, in this thing. The, 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 The force behind where she wants to be. She wants to be with the people who do things, the movers and the shakers, not the people who sit around at their apartment talking about kind of what they're going to do, what they want to do. So that theme also shows up a lot. In fact, there's even a line where she goes to her first audition. Well, the first audition you see in the uh, in the, the film, the first real audition. Um, they, 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 the design specifically says, don't tell us, Sarah show us so she's, she's an actress she wants to be an actress she goes to this audition she you know gets she sees this part she calls she gets a chance to read for it she goes to the audition she does fine i mean I, you know the, the 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 movie doesn't necessarily place a judgment on if she's a good actress or a bad actress because when she's doing her cold reading for the casting agent she's fine she, it, it's a fine read. She is incredibly hard on herself. She suffers from, and I don't know the word, although uh, Wikipedia had it at one point in time, uh, that, where, where she freaks out and she's by herself and she pulls her own hair out. She pulls her own hair out. She punishes herself. And she goes into the bathroom uh, at the casting agency and, and she freaks out because she doesn't think she did well. And she starts pulling her hair out, punishing herself. 
and she's sitting in the bathroom stall and cursing at herself, freaking out as she leaves to go leave, goes to leave the stall. A woman spots her and says, "Let's give you another chance." She's 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 heard this display of Sarah punishing herself over this audition, and they 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 want to give her another chance to truly read. Maybe this time you'll get it right. And she she goes in there and they say, "What were you doing in the bathroom?" This this whole punishing yourself. And she tries to brush it off, and they're like, "No, no, no! That's 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 what we want to see. That's what we're looking for." So. Without necessarily showing it, they imply that she punishes herself in front of these two people. And in doing so, she gets a callback. And the movie plays around a lot with how far are you willing to go to obtain what you want to obtain? And um, another thing which I found really admirable about this film <clears throat> um tone a movie's tone every movie has its own unique tone has its own unique way it, it, it structured this universe some movies are very uh deliberately stylish like uh, we talked before about m night uh Shyamalan's, uh, uh, uh films his films have a, have a very specific tone I always joke about how there's no humor in his films. Uh, people act a certain way to create a tone for the film. This movie does this incredible job because when she's with her friends, it doesn't seem like a movie. There's a very loose documentary almost type of feel to it. Real people talking in real language, not necessarily movie dialogue, but real language. But when she goes to these auditions, the tone of the movie changes very much, but it but it manages to exist in the same universe as the one with her friends. Capturing tone is a very, very, very hard thing because if you pull it off wrong, it comes off as silly. And so you have to pull off a tone, especially one with the, 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 the sense of foreboding and tension whenever she walks into one of these casting sessions. There is this sense of what happens in here, Sarah is very important it will change your life and you have to believe when she's in there that, that that you have to buy that you have to buy that what happens in there it sounds really really serious we better fucking do what what they ask for if we want to have our desired result um and and so she 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 gets her she she punishes herself she gets her second audition which is again dark room, now there's a spotlight, now it's take off your clothes, know all your clothes, you need to be vulnerable, we need to know you can be vulnerable, how vulnerable can you be? And again, it's a constant test of what you want to do, what do you want to do? And, 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 and there's a real, there, this is a real thing too, I mean, a lot of actresses can tell you that, you know, there is there's certainly a pressure being put on, like, women are interchangeable, they are disposable in, in, in show business. So what are you going to do to make yourself stand out? Are you going to do this? How vulnerable are you going to make yourself? And she nails that uh, that next audition. Uh, she enters almost this when she when she gets naked. There's almost the, the screen goes black, and there are these wonderful flashing moments of 
brief imagery, including her kind of reaching this euphoric, ecstatic state that even she is unsure of. Something's happening as she's being tested by this agency, as we're watching her be tested uh, with this agency. So, of course, she gets called to meet the producer, and, and, and she's going to get her big break, and she's going to climb that ladder. <clears throat> and she gets her chance to go into this house where few women get an opportunity to go to, to, to meet this producer. And, of course, it becomes much more of a, <clears throat> what, what, what are you, how far are you willing to go, Sarah? How far, hand on thigh? How far? And she realizes right there, not that far. So she kind of abandons it, goes home. And in, in this part of the movie, she kind of surrenders to the normality of life. Maybe she's just not meant to, to do that. She, maybe she should accept her friends and her wannabe friends film and 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 party with them and just just almost surrender your your life to this is going to be my existence and it's during a uh, a pool party where she's taken something <clears throat> which i don't even really say what it is a pill of some kind that puts her in a state of epiphany realization as she's partying with her friends that you know what she doesn't want this she doesn't want this so she calls does what she has to do to meet that producer again. Meets up with him. She says she's willing to do anything. And she goes to this audition again and does what he asks her to do. And then that's a central pivot point in the movie where from that point, everything changes. She, she embraces basically the darkness and everything that they've been asking her to, to, to do. And the rest of the movie, I think there's like a half hour where it's basically what happens once she agrees to go that far. She starts undergoing what can, I guess what can be described as a metamorphosis to a certain extent. Um, she gets sick. She, she starts vomiting up maggots. She is bleeding from everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And the movie, by the way, and, and, and once that starts to happen... Very, very important. The movie does not shy away from blood and gore and 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 uh, uh, very, very, very graphic, graphic scenes. And and I, I kind of want to stop there because basically it's what happens to her once she, how far she starts to go, what she's metamorphosing, what she's changing into, and. That's where I think the horror aspect of the film, which is really neat because before then, like I said, they do this incredible job of creating this tone, this world where that I bought into. I never once felt that the world was was fake or phony. It was a movie world. I, I actually very, 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 very much bought into the dialogue and bought into all the characters. And as she starts to distance from her friends, undergoing all this change, as she starts, she gets fired from her job. She... Um, 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 uh, I'm sorry. I, I have notes here that, that I always write to myself down, but then my handwriting is chicken scrap, <laughs> and I never can read I it. I have the same problem. It's okay. Um, and her friends start getting freaked. She starts getting very aggressive. Her mood starts changing, and 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 as she's literally shedding this old life, 
the the ending revolves around what what she becomes, what she doesn't become. Will this have worked for her? And of course, it's a horror movie, so, so she's gonna. It, it gets worse, and 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 people start getting sacrificed. Her friends start getting sacrificed. You can kind of like pick up here, if, to 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 find out more about it. But um, that last that last half hour, that last or so, where once she basically does the producer accepts it. She falls into a more metamorphosis, uh, transformative state where basically she, it's, it's like a, uh, what is it, a, a, a caterpillar entering, entering its cocoon to see what emerges. In theory, a butterfly, and I guess a butterfly does emerge in a very, very dark way. Um, what she wants to be, which is a famous actress, right? Loved, mm-hmm. admired, immortalized. Yeah, there's... Um... And the longer the short, to, to connect us what we were talking about before is is ultimately it's a cult, mm-hmm. it's 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 a cult, a, a demonic cult that she is reborn into as this beautiful uh, 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 everything she wants, everything she wanted, the fame. Yeah, I wish they would have done more on the cult itself. I mean, you see, you see the producer for. But I liked how they, it, it, it's, they never really come out and say, he's Satan, she's a demon, they're a follower. But, but there is this implication that there's more, it's not just cult members. Because cult members wouldn't be reborn the way she's reborn in the end. There's something obviously supernatural to this. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very demonic thing. It's not like um, something like the sacrament, which is about more about the cult and, and more about the human talk about Jim Jones aspect of uh, people's emotions to make them do these things. This, this, this is, make no mistake about it. This is a, this is a horror movie. This is, this is a, this is satanic demons reborn from the ground kind of stuff. This isn't uh, in our universe kind of stuff, which again makes it so great because they really managed to make this feel like our world, but not. All the conversations with her friends, all the conversations with uh, uh, the people interested in her, they're, like I said, they're not movie conversation. And this is a very important thing. There's movie dialogue, and then there's like, look, that's how people talk. That's mm-hmm. how they interact. Yeah. Her friends and the interaction with her and her friends was very genuine, very, very, uh, sounded very, very real. So that's what I mean. It was a really good blend. And I don't see a lot of that in horror anymore. It's really hard to create tone and mood and then maintain that without it seeming overly stylized. Because there's overly stylized mood where, where you know you're watching a film. This isn't necessarily how real people talk. This was not that movie. They managed to find this perfect blend of our world and something other than our world. And that, that's the thing I admired most. And her performance was, um, again, her name is Alex. It's E-S-S-O-E. I apologize. I actually don't know how to pronounce that. S-O or S-O-E. Um, she was incredible. Absolutely incredible. The, the, her freakouts, her audition freakouts, uh, uh, she brought this power to them that I'm sure, I know several actresses, they, they, they know that frustration about just not being able to make an impact at all. And what would you give to be able to make an impact? It was a crazy movie. 
I did I did really like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm trying to see if I can find the pronunciation for her name. Um, it's uh, I I so I obviously had not seen this prior to the you asking to watch it. So right this morning was the first time I watched it, and <clears throat> I was trying. You, to, had, you, had you ever heard of it? Nope, I had never even heard of it. Um, Two guys directed it: Kevin Kalsh and Dennis uh, uh, Widmeyer. Um, I, I found out about it because anycoolnews.com, shout out to Anycool. Uh, every Halloween, they do a 31, one a day, underappreciated horror movies. And that's why I found a lot of, I, I recommend people in October, go to Anycool, man. They, um, they can hook you up with unseen horror movies, unappreciated horror movies, uh, a lot of little films that didn't get the traction that the bigger films got. And, and then I, then I, I realized um, after watching it, after really appreciating it and really, really liking it a lot, I have a friend, um, a writer named Renee. Uh, she works for the guy that, that, that made this movie. Apparently, this was a, uh, this was a Kickstarter type of film. Oh wow! The, the background to this thing, I, and and if I'm wrong, fucking I apologize. <laughs> but uh, in this day and age, I shouldn't be wrong about that kind of thing because it's all right there if I bother to look. Yeah. Uh, famous last words: Google it yourselves, people. Seriously, uh, the backstory behind this film, how it was made, is very, very fascinating. And and go ahead, Matt. No, I I highly recommend it. Um, no, I, I was I was trying to figure out kind of where the movie was going because the first half focuses so much on just her trying to get apart, and how like you can kind of tell that her friends kind of treat her like shit. Yeah, there's, well, there's a there's a there, everyone is self involved. Everyone is involved in their own shit. You know, they're more interested in creating Instagram stories or 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 uh, playing on social media. Mm-hmm. And she's not that character. She's she's the one looking for the way in to the uh, to to the movie business, to to, to being a, a full time working actress, and not necessarily the job that she has right now, which is the Hooters job, the Hooters like job. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in, I was my initial thought was that it was going to be more like maybe she gets famous and then all of her friends are like, hey, come on, and she just loses her mind and kills Paul. But right. it took this like gnarly left turn, which I really kind of enjoyed. Um, <laughs> the only thing that sucks is, like I said, I, I like knowing about cults and like trying to figure out why they do the shit that they do. So I, I would have. It would have been cooler to see more of like the cult aspect of it. Now maybe there's a second movie in the works or something that'll explain it. A lot of people just don't like explaining things, but the star symbol is really cool too. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I I am a big fan of not explaining things. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I'm, I think I'm biased towards that because I feel like everybody feels like they have to explain something. <laughs> well, that's the, the thing. Pe- people uh, assume that they are owed an explanation and that's not the case at all right i don't feel slighted that i didn't get an explanation i just right. i prefer an explanation because i right. like understanding what i'm watching um it's but, hard though you know, we, we talked about this before on different podcasts with terrorists mm-hmm. the the it's the not knowing a lot yeah. of times that is the, the the scary part because the second you know well this is the reason the monster exists and if we just do X, Y, and Z, we can kill it. Yeah. Well, then the monster doesn't become a monster anymore. It becomes something that you can explain away mm-hmm. and eat and identify. And, and on the other side of that is not having everything explained allows for conversations like this to happen. Right. right. So I, I can really appreciate it. Um, I feel like there isn't a ton to this movie, but there's a ton to this movie. You're right. Like it, it's, it's very... Please expand. 
Yeah, it's like it's pretty cut and dry. Like it's a girl who wants to be a famous ad. She she wants the pinnacle of success. Mm-hmm. So she she does what she needs to do to to be successful. Mm-hmm. But there's this underlying story of this girl who's so unhappy with herself that yes. all she wants to do is be successful and people to look up to her and like be loved. Yeah, so you see yeah. like her as um a, a, a human being like go through all these emotions and finally like just you get you get the fuck it moment right and right. then all shit you know all hell breaks loose right um so i, I enjoyed that that you can you can just sit down and watch this movie at face value yes. and it's a good movie you can stare deep into the soul of this movie try and get poetic and um <laughs> you can really do that too Yes, and I, and I think that that helped it for me because sometimes I don't want to like try and you know, peel back the onion of a movie to figure out what it's really about. Sometimes I just want to see. Well, you'd like we'd like to think that we'd like to think in theory that a, that, a, that a great movie, a great movie, is one that can entertain mm-hmm. on one level, mm-hmm. but on another level, there's something else going on that hopefully hits you in a way. Very much like Kubrick films, or like like, like, like where, where where you finish it, you watch it, it's done, but there's a part of you that isn't done processing yet, and it kind of sits there, and it and it makes you think, and you and and sometimes even if you don't necessarily know what more there is to it, you know there's something more. You're not sure exactly what it is. Yeah. Maybe you'll check it out again, and and good filmmaking when done right, it makes you go back and look at it. Mm-hmm. Again, and, and because because you don't know why you like that, but but it did work. And and again, I'm a big fan. I've seen far too many things recently that have been exposition, exposition, exposition. Like 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 uh, there there there's some show on Netflix called you know Santa Clarita Diet, which is about a a, 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 a mom who becomes a zombie. Mm-hmm. And I I made it four minutes into that I thing. Saw and that, I, and, I, and I turned it off because. I was like, are you kidding me with this fucking exposition? Like, 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 are you not going to let something unfold before us? Do you feel like you have to let us know in the first two minutes what this thing is about? Again, what happened to ambiance and mood? And just let something play out. Let us see through actions. Not this, You don't have to have a character go, you know, look, Matt, I realize we've been friends for X number of years. And we've never discussed X, Y, and Z. Like, when you hear that kind of dialogue... Or at least me, personally. When I hear that kind of dialogue, my eyes roll, and I'm like, really? Really? There's not a better way to express this friendship through visual means other than somebody having to speak the exposition so we understand. There are so many different ways to define characters or to show personalities. Or yeah. so person- how a relationship is, uh, uh, interacts with each other without basically... Having to describe, it's a good thing we've been friends X number of years, and we've never done this, this, and this, but we have done this and this, and that one time, remember back when this, this, and this happened, like, nobody really fucking talks like that. <laughs> and i become really sensitive to it, because now, and there's sometimes you forgive it, like when it happens on The Flash, you know, that you realize, like, okay, they have they have bigger things to do, they, they, I guess they're, they're more about, like, the effects and that kind of thing, but when when you see a film or a piece of art that can pull it off, it confuses me because showing and not telling is infinitely much more interesting. Mm-hmm. 
but it also requires a little bit of patience and a little bit of uh, uh, you paying attention. And it seems like so many things nowadays are made for people to watch while they're doing something else or to binge watch real quick without necessarily just bask in it. Just, 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 just reside in the universe for a little bit. Just watch the way she interacts with her friends. Because just the way she wordlessly interacts with her friends really shows their relationships. They don't have to, there's not a lot of exposition with their, with the way she interacts with the people who live where she lives and she interacts with. You can tell by the way they interact with each other and some in the way they don't interact with each other. Oh, I get the feeling it's this kind of relationship. I get the feeling this is the one her, this is the one she's rivaling against all the time. Oh, the snarky comment. Okay, that's the one who's kind of a bitch and this is the guy who's kind of interested in her, I think. But, but they, they show how these relationships are. They don't necessarily say, you know, Sarah, you know, Sarah, I've had a crush on you for the past six years. You know, like, like it, it, they're not interested in, 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 in giving it to you that easily. Make you work for it. And no, no, making the crowd work for it, for God's sakes. Make them work for it. Yeah, um, going back a little bit, what you said about Santa Clara Diet. Is, um, I, did you I, watch it? I did, but I watched it because I was on flights and I had nothing else to do. <laughs> And I really put like all of my stock into that show, so I downloaded the entire season to my phone, and I'm like, this, oh. I'll, "I'll watch this." It's um, it was it was not very good, but I think it's like a it's like a zombie show for housewives. That's what I've heard about. Yeah, and, and I and, and I realize maybe I'm asking too much, but like, nah. you know, the the the, the, the theory is that first of all, you never ever 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 start a story with somebody waking up in the morning to an alarm clock. Because we all wake up in the morning to an alarm clock. It's the worst way to start a story. Yeah. yeah. And if you are going to start a story with an alarm clock uh, waking up, then you start it with you know the alarm clock going off, and then a gun shoots it, or you do something that basically, you know, here, here's a normal situation. Boom, we're flipping it on its on its ear. Yeah. You don't show a couple waking up, husband and wife, because if you've ever woken up, if you've ever been in a couple and woken up together, you don't wake up like they do in that TV show. And when you go to the kitchen and your teenage daughter walks in and talks to you, real kids don't talk the way these people talk, which, by the way, is the perfect point. In Starry Eyes, the dialogue is people talking like they're real people talking and not needing to get out exposition. And Santa Clarita Diet was a really, really good example of something I just went, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, like you're not even trying. You're not even showing me tone. You're basically <laughs> saying, hey, Mary, look, there's our kid. Oh, I want this, Mom. And you go outside and the neighbors. Let's put, let's get the neighbors introduced real quick. Oh, there's the cop. Da, da, da. There's this person. He's crabby. And at some point in time, you're like, I'm not interested. No, no, it's just you're not you're not obviously not trying to get me as an audience member because I want to engage. You're not you're not letting me engage at all. You're, yeah. you're, you're treating me like I'm a fucking child. Letting me know this is how it is. And this is how it is. And this is how it is. And we're going to do this. And while there, I'm sure there's an audience for that. I mean, given, you know, who's president, we, 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 that I don't want to be, have my hand held. I don't need my hand held. I'm an intelligent person who's seen a million fucking movies in my lifetime. I love films. I love TV. I love comics. I love all this content. Uh, so I've seen every single fucking story. Approach it differently. You don't have to beat me over the head with something. Yeah, and I, I... I agree. I mean, I'm not defending this at all. I just I think that their goal was to regurgitate uh, a shitty feel good 
family story, but it's got zombies, so like right. you, your right. husband can watch it and it's cool. Right. <laughs> Whatever. We digress. Um it's what happens, Corey. See? Yeah. We digress. Yeah. But uh, is it really bad? We're not, we're not doing too bad, right? We're not, we're not digressing too bad because the point is something like Santa Clarita Diet for me didn't feel real. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel genuine. The dialogue to me and Starry Eyes felt real. It felt authentic. It yeah. felt genuine. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. It, it, it's very easy. It was easy to watch. Like, it just it felt natural. And that was another thing that I really did like about it. Starry Eyes, not the other one. Yes. Yes. Um,. Do you have anything else you want to say about Star Wars? Do you want to score it? I think I, I think I, I think I got it across. Okay, I, I feel, I I feel like if we keep talking too much, I might actually I might hit on what happens after what you described, and I don't want to ruin it because I know that you. It gets really violent. It does. It gets really, really, really blood, the kind of bloody where you're like, oh, I think I'm not sure this even has a rating. I'm not. I'm not sure it has. <laughs> a rating. There's a there's a bludgeoning. Yeah. That that, is, yeah. That, I, yeah. That was an audible "oh damn" moment. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's 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 not an R. That's yeah. not an R. Yeesh. Um, so yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. I am glad to have brought a third movie into the fold that nobody seems to really uh, know too much about. So I keep having you back. So. Show me the movies. <laughs> um, so I don't think you've been here since we changed our rating scale. Okay. But, no, I have not. Because I am 14 years old on the inside. I have used the acronym for the word FAP, which is masturbation. <laughs> uh, we, we still do, do it on a zero to five scale three categories uh, we start off with the feature which is the F in our jerk off um, right. that's going to be your story how did you feel about the story was it interesting how was the acting I can almost guarantee I know your score but I still need to let you decide on your own okay what's the what's the, what's the barometer what's our scale zero to five Okay, five's five's the five's the best. Mm-hmm. Five's five's the best. Okay, so what? what and then the first thing is story. Yeah, yeah. The overall story, the story itself, the acting, the characters. Uh, uh, the, the, um, um, I I liked everything about it. I I I would go four because I try to avoid five unless I've done five on this show before. It makes me look a big hypocrite. But I I I would go I would go four. I think. I mean, I can look and see if you've done five before. Have I done five? Uh, well, like I, well, okay. I well. certainly, I certainly have. I certainly can. Now, just there's there's a caveat to that. I have, I don't have the scores from when you were on when we did uh, entrance. I don't have the scores in here, but okay. we we all gave Megan is missing a five for scariness. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Megan is missing is fucked up. Yeah, there's there's a caveat to that. So I, I okay. Agree. Um, Megan is that's, that that that's fucked up. Yeah. It is very fucked up. Um, I I, I gave the story of four i thought it was really good it's, okay. it's different um and the way that they approached it was was really really fucking good um okay. next up we have the attention uh your rewatchability would you buy it would you recommend it i own it i actually own it yeah i i actually i don't buy movies anymore and i think i'm gonna go buy this one yeah i i actually own this uh so on zero to five how would you oh, know? but then, then, then for me, the highest because I actually do yep. own it. Yeah. Yep. I, I also gave it a five. I'm more than likely gonna purchase it in some fashion sometime in the near future. Um, the last one we got is the panic. Uh, how are the effects of the movie? Were you oh my god. It's <laughs> uh, zero to five, but yeah. How did you feel about the effects of the movie? The effects, especially once it starts getting bloody, and like she starts vomiting up the maggots and 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 going to shit. Um, 
it's it's graphic. It's really graphic. It's it's I, I, I like the effects a lot. I thought uh, her metamorphosis, her transformation is very reminiscent of the fly, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, some you know, uh, fingernails peeling off and that was and, fucking and gross. Blood leaking out of places. And yeah, it's it's and losing of the hair and the eyes. Like it's fucked up. It's it, I thought the effects were actually really good, especially for a small film. I thought yeah. the effects were actually really fucking good. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, I guess what's your, what's what's your score? Five. Five. Okay. I um when it all started to happen, I, I got a little nervous as to how it was going to play out. Um, but I do agree. I give it a four. Okay. But not for any other reason than. I mean, you can, you can almost always do better. You know right. what I mean? So in, in that regard, I, I did give it a four. But um, she looked creepy as fuck. Um, even at the she end. Yeah. Even at the end when, she, when her transformation is complete. Yes. I thought she looked terrific. I thought she looked very attractive. Yes. Um, so just to see attractive to like gutter slut back up to an attractive woman, I just thought they, they portrayed it very well and they made it look right. really great. Right. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll about wrap it up. Yeah? Yeah, so before we get out of here, usually I make Corey do this, but there's no Corey, so I'll do it. What is it? Uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. Leave us a message on the website. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what's your favorite part of the show. I don't know, maybe you want us to add a new segment where I like make a turkey sandwich. Make some chicken salad <laughs> or something. I don't know. I like cooking. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast of Terror. And <laughs> can subscribe um, to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, any of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us feedback on whichever one you do. If you do, chances are we'll read it, and then we'll talk about how awesome of a human being you are. Um, Get subs- any questions, and I don't answer them. I'm sorry. You just, just. You oh, just, I'll make you I'm give out your Twitter here pretty soon, so people can just they can just twit right at you. Okay. Uh, subscription options links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe you can follow us on Facebook under the Galactic Network uh, like I said Gary where can people find you where do you want them to find you where do you don't want them to find you I am in the process of creating a comic book and and that is what my life revolves around right now my partner is WWE superstar TJ Perkins and we are creating a comic book called Over you can see how that is progressing. See me teasing my way through the production of this thing over on Twitter at GaryApp.com, G-A-R-Y-Y-A-P-D-O-T-C-O-M, or just type in, literally, GaryApp.com. I bought the domain. I direct it there. I make it simple for you guys. I make it so simple. <laughs> uh, how Interact you- with me. Become part of my uh, my, my, my beloved unlike Ramey was told last night. I have a cult following. I'm not sure that's true. That's really, really weird. But become part of that cult. I have to come up with a name with it. We were talking about cults. But think about the Yappy Kaye motherfuckers. Yeah, because I was going to say Gary's Berries, but. Wow. <laughs> Yappy Kaye motherfucker sounds good too. But uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. That's where I can interact with me. You can see what I'm up to. That's it. I don't have lots of social media. That is it. Yeah, I guess whatever. I am not on Facebook like Matt and Corey. You were. And then I you were. And, and then you then. were. And now you aren't. It's, it's a horrible place. It it so, is it is filled with terrible people. It's complete hot Oof. garbage. But if you play in a band and you want to try and play shows with your band, Facebook is kind of a must. I'm not going to dispute that because I don't have a band. I don't know. I, I don't know. I it's, don't know. 
it's the easiest place to to talk to people, especially when you're trying to book. Most places only book through. I feel like you Facebook. should be holding up a copy of your CD right now with my artwork going. And because we have Gary up on, you should buy our CD. Da 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 da. And okay. like, that is it there right it is. there. Around the left part, I created that yeah. that piece of art for him yes. and the back cover. And then there's like a big version of it. Yeah. And I sent it That's, to him. Uh, here's and his <clears throat> band. Drown the life card, and everyone should be listening to it and getting one. Yeah, you can drown. And my the goal life is card. to direct. A, there we go. My goal is to direct a music video for I, Matt and his band one day. I, I I've offered that. My 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 pleas fall upon deaf ears. No, not, we haven't talked. We haven't given serious no, consideration no, no. to doing I've seen some of the things you see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just told me I had to. I had to pay to fly you out here. What? <laughs> Well, I get well. By the way, by the way, that that's common etiquette. If you want somebody to do something, you fly them out. Now, otherwise, I'll just I'll, I'll fly my way over and just visit you, and then I and, Hi, and, and my door is always you. open. You are always welcome to come visit. I, told you, I only want to visit you when it's really cold and snowing because I don't experience that. January. So I'm like, God, if I gotta go to another environment. That's go to the fucking snow. Although honestly, this winter wasn't that terrible. <clears throat> so that's what you told me. You told yeah. me that by the way. It's a good thing yeah. you didn't come. That's what she said. Hey, oh. <laughs> I thought about that mid-sentence and just kind of went with it. Um, we'll figure something out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just if you if you if you just want me to direct Matt's video, please let him know. Like like just I have ideas. I have ideas. He seems to have shot every single one down, but I'm telling you, I, I have I have ideas. Um, so. let's let's talk after this. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up so I can talk to you real quick before I forget and not re- not have it recorded. Um, All right. <laughs> awesome. You can, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the lifeguard. Um, yeah, like Gary said, you can get our music at uh, drawnlifeguard.bandcamp.com. Buy that shit. Um, Buy it. But yeah, that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast here. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hi there. This is Brett Stewart from Geek Cinema Society. Are you a film lover? Do you consider yourself a connoisseur of the silver screen? Well, Geek Cinema Society is a weekly roundtable program where each episode we touch on a film considered pivotal to geek culture. From Blade Runner to The Goonies to Mad Max, we dig into it all. Plus, our guest each week hasn't seen that week's film until the episode. Join me and my co-hosts, Nicole Davis and David Luzader, on a spectacularly fun journey that hits your podcast feed every Sunday. Available on Blazing Caribou Studios. Next week on the Podcast of Terror. Next week we are once again joined by creators, the masterminds, the beautiful men behind Karate Tortoise, uh, Mike Diaz and Billy Hiller. They'll be back. We're talking about 1988's Pumpkinhead. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Come join us next week. Uh, we'll be doing that one live. Who knows? You may even lock out and Corey might be back. But uh, either way, thanks again for listening to another podcast there. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.